I'm also worried it's not really going to translate just with audio. It's just going to sound like noises. <laughs> I could dragon. I was feeling real high. Literally. The mountain like a dragon. I was feeling real high. <laughs> feeling like I'm off the alcohol. I know I'm feeling tipsy. I'm a bitch. It's a I'm a little bit of Wait, wait, go to the part where the DJ say something. No, we can't let it. Okay, go to the part. All right. Well, it's definitely the most unique freestyle experience we've ever had. That's the most different. That's the most. That's the. Who that's, influenced you, bro? Where did you influence you from? Oh my god! Uh, uh, wow. Definitely. Also, look at the actual video because when he, when that dude is finishing and it like pans very slowly over to his right, the face that that guy's making. Uh, it's what so an good. experience! It's so good. So I wish I could see like the before and after <laughs> because like presumably he was like invited on this show for something like meaningful. Well, yeah. Okay. So apparently his name is Haiti baby. Like um, the had baby. Like B-A-B-I-I. Oh, different. Um, And he's from Stockton actually. So basically we stand. Um, we love a good Bay Area <laughs> artist. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> Maybe his songs that aren't freestyles are not. Like I mean, the that. Bay Area is known for being very experimentalist. And <laughs> this is the kind of energy that really birthed the hippie movements. God, I can't even do it. Anywho, welcome to Backtrack. I'm Em. I'm Jay. And let's get right into it the first thing that i personally want to talk about is coltrane has a new single called problems in us and it's really like super fun i feel like this is um the first coltrane song that i personally have listened to since like hopping on you know the bandwagon but this one has no features so you know it's like What's it gonna look like an unadulterated coltrane and it's really good. I love the synth like quality of the voice, you know what I mean? If that ain't enough, I'm sobering up. The problems in Another song that I would love to see problems in us cash problems in us in the in the same vein that you like. The melody like feels like it would go well. True. Yeah. And uh, you miss the like fun ad lib. He's like, talk too much. It's very cute. Anyways, so now I'm like fully ready for an album question mark. Oh, me too. Or like an EP. You know, I'm not picky. Um, also, Code of the Friend has a new single, Backyard, and it kind of gives me like lighter, bouncier Toby Lou vibes. Toby Lou, you say? Yeah, in terms of beats, but then like a bit faster of a flow. Mm. Wait, you know who Code of the Friend is, right? Uh, sort of, but I haven't uh, listened to the song. I feel like you should go through the discography because mm. you would really like it. Um, and then also, Lavin Kali <laughs> is how you say the name of this artist. Not to be confused with Levin Kali or any other permutation of E's and A's. It's it's Laven Collie. I'm literally reading it off 
of the Twitter bio, um, <laughs> has a new single called Mad At You, and uh, it's more like an upbeat sort of R&B vibe as opposed to, I feel like, in more of a disco kind of situation Mm-mm. before, and I'm really down for this, so like, yes, that happened, and I wanted to take the opportunity to clarify that I read Twitter bios, okay, and so I know <laughs> how to say people's names if they put it in the Twitter bio. <laughs> um but yeah what what else you got um so no rome released a second ep um which is called crying in the prettiest places it comes to us about like a little under a year after the other one which feels crazy to me um you know we've been doing this podcast for a year i know whoa yeah yeah but anyways when i first started playing it i was actually like Damn, like you can definitely hear the 1975's like influence on this. Cause like listen to this intro. Oh, track. right. Cause you said they were touring together or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. They played Coachella together. Right. That's what it was. Um, and they've been touring together. This is the intro track. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, like the, ni- the 1975 really rubbed off on them, yeah. I guess. It's gonna go straight into the chorus of uh, Give Yourself a Try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I thought. But also, Cash Money is like also on this EP, right? Which is the one that I already talked about. And yeah. I was like, that's very consistent with his like style still. So, like, hmm, what's up? And then the song that like happens after Cash Money played, which is Pink. And I was like, perfectly reassured. It's just exploring things which honestly it like makes sense because this is the second ep and you know the second ep is always the the most uh exploratory oh yeah i thought it was the fourth it's the fourth (laughs) album is the most whenever something is exploratory i'm just gonna say that the the whatever one is it's we know it it is is very no room but i feel like the guitar in the back is pretty 1975 yeah but listen to the chorus, you're gonna love it. I don't even know how it got here. Said I only wanna be somebody. Said I only wanna be your baby. I've been thinking all about your body. I love the like ta 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 ta. And the bass of it. Yeah. Like, uh, I love that song. And like, it, it was weird because I was like, oh, like, this is the one that's, like, the most no Rome. And so I was expecting, like, oh, like, the other ones I'm just going to be, like, they're good. But, like, this is the one that I'm going to play a bunch of times. But I also like the other ones, like, equally as much. Like, Rimbaud come and sit for a while is, like, very, like, guitar, you know, like, chill summer vibe. And then, like, there's literally one with, like, a UK garage style beat, um, which is the last one all up in my head. That's also really good. I wouldn't have pinned this as UK Garage at the outset. Yeah. <laughs> From the intro, no. Yeah. It's still, like, not as industrial as I would typically expect from a UK Garage vibe, but yeah. I, I see what you're saying about, like, the tempo and stuff. It's, like, the, the like, hi-hat on the offbeat. Yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah, here, yeah. let me go to the end. For sure. I feel that. Yeah. Solid output from but No Rome. But it's like No Rome, but UK Garage. Like, it's like... Yeah. It's fun. For sure. 
Um, kind of slowing it down also, Ari Lennox has a new single called Up Late. And every time I like see anything about Ari Lennox on Twitter, it's like like really strong emotions about her upcoming album from like a lot of artists. Oh yeah. Everyone every day I'm like, oh my God, it's here. It's been dropped upon us. And I don't think it's out yet, so I yeah. So that's how I feel about that. But it's impending and I'm really excited. Um, Also, Izzy Bizu has an EP called Glitta. G-L-I-T-A. She kind of gives me like Whitney Houston, Amy Winehouse vibes. Mm, Like mm, if you mm. took a young Whitney Houston and then made her sing Amy Winehouse songs. That's sort of where we're at. But also like upbeat and kind of... Like mid tempo. I'm not gonna say upbeat, but it's like mm-hmm. it's you know, there's movement, there's energy there. Um but let me play like doorstep just to give you a sense of what the EP is. Okay, like. okay. Did you actually kind of like says her vowels a little bit it's kind of like turned and sort of like spun in a very Amy Winehouse way and this is what I mean by like mid-tempo where it's kind of like there's there's a pulse to it but it's not like fast or anything yeah yeah anyway I also really like these kind of like dark scents you know what I mean they're kind of like deep this is what I'm now going to go to when I want to listen to The weekend and remember that really bad line yes yeah. Yeah. Yep. Great. Great. Exactly. So, um, actually speeding it up a little bit, um, there's a Zara Larson remix EP for Don't Worry About Me, but the one that I really wanted to talk about from that is the rudimental one. We love rudimental. It's so fun. It was actually really funny because I was like starting listening to the song and then I was like, wait, where's the rudimental? And then it's just like, boop. <laughs> Box right in. Wait, um, can I? Can I just? <laughs> yes. So I'm like, okay. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, okay. And now. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's house time. <laughs> Also, a fun dancey track, Now, P-N-A-U, and Kira Devine and Marquez Tolliver. Um, I feel like, what did I do with my backtrack? Was it like Chameleon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great song. Um, but they have a new single called Solid Gold. And I just, I'm going to play like literally like five seconds of it, but it's just like so fun and like dancey and like. I don't really drink during the day these days, but I imagine that one could drink during the day to That's this song. Me. <laughs> Something about this like vocal splicing of that yeah. is like taking me back to a certain point in time, and I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like, or it feels to me like how "Wasted" by Tiesto and Matthew Coma felt. Mm. So good. Okay, hold on. Here's the chorus stuff. So fun, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like Galantis-esque. What was that song? Oh, the Runaway yeah. song? Yeah, yeah. Another yeah, fun yeah. spring song that is 
dissociated with that vibe. Wait, also, did you listen to the Renny Rucci single? No. You don't know who this is? No. Wow. Literally prepare yourself. Uh, guess who with me? I'm back, bitch. Pull up to the mall looking like a snack, bitch. Money bag Renny, yes. bad bitch. Like Tupac, bitch, all lies on me. Look at my page trying to spy on me. Do me one favor, die on me. They <laughs> take care, do the race to the cash. I be bouncing on the dick like Tigger. Head can make a nigga get shivers. Good yep. pussy is the best of the litter. <laughs> lick this shit, it's gonna purr when he hit her. Fuck him up, sis. Fuck him up, sis. Yeah, yo, that's Fuck my thought. Triangle too. Oh my god, yes, I love the triangle. And this like do, do. it really reminds me of like the catch my breath Destiny's Child song. Yeah. Where it's like, can you keep up? Anyways. That's great. Was it amazing? Or Another was it amazing? Iconic song mentioning Tigger. I know. I actually really liked that line, like on a more serious note, because the line is <clears throat> bouncing on the dick like Tigger. Hair game, make a N-word, get shivers. And it's a cool, like, double rhyme scheme because, like, Tigger rhymes with shivers, technically, yeah. in the line. But then Dick-like has a similar vowel sound. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, Dick-like has a similar set of vowel sounds to shivers. But then, like, in the bar, shivers is actually rhyming with Tigger. So, like, Dick-like is rhyming with the N-word, basically, but it, like, switches in an interesting way that still interesting. works. There's, like, two rhymes in the two bars. It's, like, oh. a multisyllabic rhyme scheme. Sorry, that's the word that I should have said at the beginning. Multisyllabic rhyme scheme is what it is. Interesting. But, yeah, that's on the Dick-like Digger. You know which <laughs> other song I'm talking about, though, right? I, I, is it, like, a cupcake song? No, it's Act Up. Okay, sorry. <sighs> but, like, could be a cupcake line. Let's be real. Anyways, um, so can we talk about like this legitimate like electronic Idris Elba? Idris Elba has always been electronic. I know, but it's like I feel like I never like songs that are like that anymore. You know, that are just like so. Fully, I know, but Idris like, Elba is good. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, look, let's just play it. We be playing. <laughs> And yes, that is Kalo. It's the hottest DJ in the world right now. All that mother, they see it coming. I be getting in and I'm about to show you how. Find you ain't no better start. I make the girls go wild. I shut the whole club down. I make the loudest sound. I love it. Tell them you need my crown. I love the like monster base. I know. I was like, I'm like never like there for that, but this is like so so good. Wow, Kala was working really hard this week because there was also that Diplo song, the Give Dem one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which also featured Kala. I really liked that one. Yeah, I know. One of us is a hater. (laughs) (laughs) So one of us is a hater, and I'm not gonna say. Anyways, um, AJR, that like random boy band of brothers that had the 100 Bad Days Make 100 Good Stories song yeah, that I was like weirdly into, <laughs> and someone was also a hater about that. <laughs> um, okay, so they came out with an album, and it kind of has this same like interesting theatrical musicality to it. Um, it's a little bit more like specific than 
a hundred bad days make a hundred good stories, but it's not as on the nose as their other single birthday, which was like a lot on the nose. Um, it's kind of like ruminating on fame and like their generation's woes, which like obviously they're not the first people to ruminate on the negative and short lasting effects of fame, blah, blah, blah. Like we have Drake for that. But I think they accomplish it in a really like fun and intriguing way. It's actually like mm. pretty honest about the like mediocrities of their semi fame because um, Drake kind of hits like the Houston, Atlanta, Vegas vibe. But this one is like, oh, wow, we have like a moderate amount of success but like this could be all there is like we could never get past that like what is you know what is this like weird middle ground and I thought that was like a really interesting take that Mm -hmm. they like stepped back to look at that because I guess their trajectory has been kind of more like that where it's not like an overnight success kind of like thing um but also I thought the the entertainments here was kind of a fun like satirical take yeah. On the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's very, like, musical breakout into song kind of quality, like when you hear the actual production of it. This, like, fully gives me, like, you can't fire me, I quit, stop motion, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer vibes. I can't, like, associate that instrument with anything besides, like, up in that opening scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they kind of, like, lean into this sort of, like, stop-motion vibe because their album art is, like, stylized like that. Mm-hmm. And um, the conclusion is, like, of the album, the finale, I guess I should say, because I think that's what they call it, um, also has that same kind of instrumentation. Mm-hmm. It's like they're zooming out on the North Pole. <laughs> and Christmas has been saved. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I think it, like, is meant to capture this kind of, like, saccharine, like, super sweet, super sugary, like, shell of the music industry, kind of, and their experience with fame thus far. Yeah. And it's like, we can't wait to see what you do next kind of thing. And then it does, you know, does that. Yeah. And they also have, like, a more slower, like, generally relatable kind of, not generic songs, but, like, more you know, anybody can relate to it about like, yeah, yeah, accessible. There we go. About like loving someone or saying you love someone, but like you don't actually love them. And like, there's like definitely that kind of situation. There's like some fun interludes that I really appreciated. Um, but my favorite song is like bar none beats. It's just amazing. I'm just going to play it. Hold on. I love the perks on this. Like it's a lot of yeah. Fun, interesting okay. sounds. People laugh at my jokes now, yeah. It's so strange to have a bit of success. Now our song plays. And I really like this um, percussion style. Or it's say, do, 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 do. Is that? It's like, you know, like okay. Bedroom 4 by Liam Payne? <laughs> yeah. It's like that, you know what I mean? Okay, but the chorus. Would beats by Dre. Pay 20k for us to say. That they are great <laughs> Recording costs For this whole song Could all be paid By Beats by Dre And the drop It's actually so amazing But it's also catchy Like literally listen to this Like it's very like singable It's really like fun And like dancey I also I love the 
like com- comedic aspect of like the this like grandeur of this chorus. I know, I know, and I felt like the like like that kind of end thing was so fucking like tongue in cheek and hilarious. And, like, the obviously, like, super simple rhyme scheme, like, Beats by Dre, 20K, Us to Say, They Are Great. <laughs> Everything about it was just amazing. I loved it. <laughs> it was great. Lyrical masterpiece. <laughs> Truly. Um, but, yeah, that's AJR. You know? They're, they're doing stuff, being fun, using a lot of interesting perks. There you go. Speaking of interesting production, um, Dorian Electra has a new single. It is called Flamboyant. It is produced by Absurdist, which is super fun. And pretty much all I'm going to say about it is that they um, go all the way. And you should really watch the video to get, like, the whole vibe of the song. Because it's just really, like, yep, this is Dorian Electra and what they are about. And that's great. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Um... The other thing is that Mark Rodito released his album. Oh, um, yeah. New Tropical. He's been talking about that for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it has like a lot of the singles, pretty much every single that he has released since then. As one is, does. Yeah, are all on the album. But, you know, sometimes there's the one-off singles. Um, but yeah, there's like uh, Everything Felt Right and wow, that throwback. one song with uh, fucking Ahio Robo. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot of like fun people who are also in the same like SoundCloud sphere. Like there's one with Henrik the Artist. Whoa. Which is fun. Um, but to talk about the actual like music <laughs> on the album, um, I really liked Break Silence, which actually was released as a single a week before the uh, album came out. Um, it has like a little bit more of a trap style production and it reminds me kind of like of like Mango Love by. Uh, Sean Wasabi. Wasabi. Yeah. Like partially because it's like the like tropical twist and also because of the production style. Mm-hmm. Um there are a lot of different styles of like t- like dance tracks on this album, which makes sense because like that's what he said was the inspiration for this album is like basically like Filipino dance. Gotcha. gotcha. So since like the style of the tracks like kind of varied, my personal highlights are Holly and Maria, which is the one with Henrik the Artist, Dreamy Gang, and Everything Changes, which I will play because it, like, kind of reminds me of, like, a collaboration between maybe, like, Nina Las Vegas and maybe a hint of Cashmere Cat. I love that every song you like, you're like, it's even a little bit of Cashmere Cat. I mean... (laughs) You got me there. an intriguing trap vibe. I see what you mean. I actually do see what you mean about Cashmere Cat. Yeah. Wait, fuck. Let me get... This is so fun. Okay, kind of like continuing on the dancey vibe, um, I want to show you this song called Blow My Mind by Sabina Dumba and Mr. Easy. It's your boy Easy. And I love this chick, Sabina. She's really cool. And I watched a lot of YouTube videos of interviews (laughs) with her. And she is, like, Swedish for starters. So I did have to, like, 
either like discern what she was saying or like read some captions. There was one that was like, it was like this or that and there was no captions, but luckily there were some images so I could get a sense of, you know, what, what types of things she prefers. It was great. She likes sneakers <laughs> or there was an image of sneakers and she said a word in Swedish. <laughs> so yeah. Um, okay. The song though. Do you hear this weird sound? The weird, like, ringing? Yeah. You have to be able to look past that. But isn't her voice cool? It's very, like, I don't know, like, hollow, husky, raspy, like, textured. It's really, like, robust. Yeah. Like, what, I don't know what the word is, but it's really cool. That is really interesting. Yeah. Okay, but the, here's the chorus. Here's the chorus. Oh, damn. Yeah. And what's the ringing in the back, though? You know what I mean? It's like, guys, something... Has there been a breach? Something's, like, vibrating. Like, you need to hold it still or something. Like, I don't know what's going on, but it's like, why? Um, and Mr. Z is, like, later on it. But if you are able to, like... Like, I encourage you to listen to the song, like, five times before you decide how you feel about that weird ringing noise. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Just wanted to call it... I just wanted to name what's in the room which is the weird ringing noise, and it's fine. Um, also, Louis Fonsi and Sebastian Yatra and Nicky Jam have a song, Date La Vuelta, and that's all I really have to say. I just like it, and I wanted to say that it exists for all to hear. <laughs> okay, so can we talk about our hardest working like SoundCloud-era producer, Alice? Obviously. Every single time. Okay, but this one's actually a single for Alas himself, which means that it's untamed and it's great. <laughs> like, okay. What if we play every song we want to talk about? Oh, yeah. But this one, please, it needs to be. I know. It needs to be. If it hit that Urano harder. Yeah. Like more of those little like perks things that like go. Yeah. I mean, it like then gets sprinkled throughout the song. So like. I trust you. I trust you. Yeah. Um, Okay. So here begins a slew of albums and EPs and like literally no more singles. So if anyone was like, why are you playing every single? That's done. <laughs> and it's never coming back. Um, so the first thing I want to do is re-up on the Pivot Gang and Loyal Carner albums that I talked about last episode. They are so good, and I'm not going to like rehash how good they are, but I want to say that I could have talked way more at length about them, and I made the conscious choice to value everyone's time and just say, go listen to them over and over again and then if you don't cry then you don't have a soul so whatever okay. um, <laughs> moving on um tank and the bangers we talked about um nice things was it mm-hmm. the single and um they're the band from new orleans with front woman tank and her bangers <laughs> and collectively they play drums bass synth keys 
more bass, two keyboard players, alto and tenor sax, flute, obviously vocals as well. So they have a lot to work with. Mm -hmm. And truly the range on this album is wild. Like you have full Neo Saturn vibes Mm -hmm. on um, Colors Change, which is the finale. You got like Frank Ocean vibes on Hot Air Balloons, actual Zaytoven production on Dope Girl Magic. And it, it is a Zaytoven song. Like the type of rapping you associate with Zaytoven... Mm. It's there. Um, you have like No Name's most recent album on the song Ants. You know how she kind of like ruminates on her like relationships and herself and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how she's like met those people, whatever, whatever. You got that. You have like an outcasty like where are my panties kind of romantic interludes. She also kind of reminds me of like a weird Disney Tierra Whack kind of thing. <laughs> this is the one sample that I will play because it is truly Disney Tierra Whack and. Just that is a phrase that needs to be explained. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's like the mice are like suing bit. the dress. Sewing the dress. Okay. Oh, oh. There's like a flute. Yeah. Which is very Cinderella. <laughs> Wake up! This is a song about some things to remember. Oh, yeah. Yep. So before I go on, go get a pen or a pencil. Something to write on, type on, text with. Yeah, just wait. I don't care what you use as long as you get the message. Wake up! Don't forget to brush your teeth and wash your face. <laughs> Take a oh, yeah, this is... do that yesterday. Disney Tierra Wax. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay. And then obviously we already covered nice things, so there's also that vibe. Literally like... Did you internalize all of those different things that are in this album? Like, and those songs are not just the only instances of those types of vibes. It's obviously like strewn throughout and I'm just kind of like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. giving some highlights. But the wild thing is it's actually really smooth because there are a lot of interludes. Like mm. she'll talk about how she feels about smoking, for example. And then it kind of goes into this whole kind of chapter on how she feels about smoking and there's stuff about love and like how she how the band's been successful and like she's been successful that was that's that's kind of the first one with Mm -hmm. the spaceships and dope girl magic and it has this motif of green throughout obviously Mm -hmm. the album's called green balloon and it has the she's a spoken word poet so it kind of like takes this like indefinable sort of route you know how like poetry it's important like what you don't say as much as what you do say and Mm -hmm. you start to construct this like sense of emotion based on the structure and or lack of structure and that interplay that's kind of like how this album sort of progresses Mm -hmm. but again very smooth also Robert Glasper's on it you know like the crazy pianist at one point I was listening to it and I was like I guess they do have a lot of keyboard players and man they are really channeling Robert Glasper it's amazing. And I went to the track and it's just like Robert Glasper. And I'm like, shame on me for thinking anybody but Robert Glasper would be Robert Glaspering up a storm. <laughs> so that's my bad. Um, anyway, I kind of feel like it's almost like a coming of age album in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like it talks about so many different aspects of life. Like I said, from like childhood, love versus smoking, success, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think the point is that an album can be all of these things at once because Tank is all of these things at mm-hmm, once, mm-hmm. as well as, obviously, her bangers. 
Um, and it's very <laughs> uncompromising. And I really, really enjoy that. It's been like six years, apparently, since their first album. Damn. So, yeah, it's not covering a wide spectrum of things just because they were like, you know, everything but the kitchen sink. It's very like intentional. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, definitely a full album listen like set aside some time lock and load it's it's good it's it's, i really liked it next album let's keep it going (laughs) (laughs) so obviously we kind of have to go over the fact that kevin abstract released arizona baby slash ghetto baby the full album a milestone of 2019 and it's kind of clear now that he's going through some shit like he literally tweeted He deleted it, of course, as per his MO, that this music was a call for help. And it was like, I don't know if this is a joke, but also if it's not a joke, it would also still make sense. Yeah. So, yeah. He also, like, in other deleted tweets, he expressed his frustration with the music industry and, like, how he now has to make music for his own like survival rather than just doing it because he wants to like somebody asked like oh like what's the difference between this album and american boyfriend he was like it's the same thing with um iridescence by brock hansen as opposed to the saturation albums because before they were just doing it because like that's what they wanted to do like it was fun they're all was that Mm self-released the saturate wow all three saturation albums they were not signed to anybody dang yeah, and now that they're signed to RCA, there's a different dynamic. Yeah, I mean, but there is something to be said about being able to do something that you love as your job. Yeah, and so, but my point is, is that in this whole, it's, like, clear that he's going through it, like, it is difficult, it, like, creates a weird dynamic when, like, his music is very, like, derivative of, like, trauma and, like, experiences that he's had, that, like, it's a it's weird to have to tap into that in order to do your job. Like you have to be in that emotional space. Gotcha. Not that it's like derivative, but like it, it comes from like stems from trauma. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. 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 Um, so having addressed that, um, going into the actual like structure and like ordering of the album, I thought that a lot of the choices were very interesting because like, just like listen to the transition between Crumble, which is the second to last song, and Boyer. This is like the opener to Crumble. And here's here's the end of that. And get ready for Boyer to happen. I played it for my roommate and I was like, hmm, what do you, how do you uh, feel about this? And <laughs> their reply was literally like, when you switch from your depressive episode to your manic episode. <laughs> and I was like, relatable, honestly. Um, <laughs> but like, I do feel like that juxtaposition was intentional because like the transition from Boyer to Big Wheels, which is the first song, like. Like felt, when the album loops. Yeah. Yeah. Felt really smooth. Um, the songs that I liked the most, I would say, from <laughs> the album, um, are, is probably Mississippi, which I already talked about, um, when we talked about Ghetto Baby, um, and then probably Boyer, because of its, like, 
realness with respect to mental health when he's like, ever since I left high school, I could barely breathe. Like, it was like, honestly, yeah. And he said on Twitter that if you identify with the music, then the music is for you. And that's that's really how I feel about it. And that's, I think, made the album, the experience of the album, like, mean so much more to me because it is, like, very explicitly, like... It does seem more relatable than, say, an Earl Sweatshirt release yeah you know like that the the like some rap songs or whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. beautiful album but like really really vulnerable really intensely personal and that was beautiful but it was also like earl sweatshirt like predominantly unless you have like a really similar life experience which is possible but you know these ones i think you can like hook into yeah 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 Yeah. i agree and i mean that that i think is his general goal as he's like said in a lot of interviews before where he was just like i didn't really have anybody like that who I could like look up to or that representation when I was growing up so that means a lot to me that I can be that for other people yeah um speaking of sort of like relatable dealing with your issues or like semi-relatable kind of Rico Nasty has an EP called Anger Management with uh Kenny Beats like helped produce pretty much the entire thing and it's very like intense but also very intentional because I was listening to it and I was just like oh yeah like here we go. Like, I mean, it is Rico Nasty, yeah. But, yeah, see, you think that, you think that, but you're wrong. Like, it starts out, and there's a lot of, like, yelling and, like, I'm that bitch kind of, like, vibe. Mm-hmm. But then you, like, keep listening to it, and the production is so good, but it gets, like, more and more honed, more and more, like, I don't want to say minimalist, but it's, like, very bouncy, but, but there's less chaos kind of thing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it gets progressively more pensive yeah um and then you kind of get to actually like the end of sellout and then you're like whoa okay wait like okay this is what it is all for like we got it because it's like this is the first Mm -hmm, session mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. rico nasty's anger management whatever which she honestly could have ended it there and like have been fine and i would have been like floored honestly amazing Mm -hmm. but then there's like kind of like a bonus conclusion track which is again and I it's love that song. a really good kind of breather and it, it, I think it just speaks to like where she's at in terms of like having this album be like or EP I guess I, whatever it's basically an album like be a really complete thought mm-hmm. and like a complete cycle and it's like a good picture of what I don't know that period of life was for her but also with again it's clear that she this is like she's telling us that this happened you know and Mm -hmm. she's in a secondary place Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so i don't know i thought it was like really good also bauer is on a bunch of the tracks yeah to like to co-production yeah like even if you're not into like watching the evolution of rico nasty there's a bunch of bangers like on this ep yeah so yeah and then more APs. There's so many. <laughs> I like, I don't know why I like set it up to be like this, but I did. Um, but this one is like, it's slower. It's more, I don't know, R&B-ish. Maybe I should have done it at the beginning, but it's the still woozy EP and straight up no skips. Like, I don't say that unless I actually mean it. Like, I never say it unless I actually mean it. No skips. It is so good and it's very let me give it i'm gonna play like literally five seconds and i'll show you what it is like mm-hmm. just so that you know that it is not the same as rico nasty <laughs> for example 
this is still woozy. Omar Apollo, who had that EP, like, I don't know, three weeks ago, that I put on the playlist last week, and it's really good, by the way, and Elujay, which is like, who knew that those three people knew each other, much less we're gonna, like, collaborate? Yeah. Um, and there's, like, a fun little, like, Spanish, like, section on this, even though it's called Deep Anima, but that's fine. But then it also has like this kind of shit. Right? Like, yeah. very good. It's like solidly electronic, I would say. Um, like, as opposed to, you know, we're all just like playing guitar and drums in our mm-hmm, garage or whatever. Mm-hmm. He actually makes all these songs in his garage, FYI. Like, does yeah. everything himself, except, you know, obviously when there's collaborators. Um, but yeah, it's it's really, really good. Like, put on every single song while it's like sunny out and you're excited about your life (laughs) or if you aren't not sunny and you want to be excited about your life also play this (laughs) next ep next ep lontalius we hear from him again um this is the surrender ep and it is it says in parenthesis 2014 to 2017 referencing the fact that this is made up of a bunch of unreleased tracks that are old and maybe like untouched in some cases Mm -hmm. and uh some are like even like redone just a little bit so um some of them are from soundcloud like sleep through your alarms and no coincidence which like i really liked when i first got into lontalius um but what is i think the main highlight of the ep is comfortable because it was originally a demo on his SoundCloud, and it was the most, it was his most played uh, SoundCloud song. Gotcha. And he was just like, oh, like, haha, it's, like, so funny that, like, I have all these, like, official songs, and the most, like, popular thing is this weird demo <laughs> that I did at, like, 3 a.m. or whatever. Um, and just so that we all know what it sounds like now, I will play it. <laughs> So this, like, the beginning part is exactly the same. So I wasn't expecting any, like, touch-ups. And this, like, synth is new. Like, these, like, it didn't used to have any drums at all. Wow. And you like it. Yes. I mean, I like it, but I also didn't hear the original. I feel like sometimes when things get revamped, it's like, you never know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> wow, shots fired. Cause I hate him. It also makes, like, the tempo of it, like, make a lot more sense. Because in the demo, like, there's, like, this other part where it's just like, I don't really know what time this is in right now. But, like, now that there's drums, I'm like, oh, <laughs> it makes so much more sense now. Word. And it's honestly really, really pretty. Just please listen to the entire um, album. The harmonies are really pretty. Like, it's obvious that he put a lot of, like, emotional effort into this. Um, so, yeah. Go listen to that. Next album, Barry. It's kind of like on the dreamier synth pop side of A Wonder. You know, I talked about like Darjeeling and Clover. Very like happy, lots of claps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We love it. Um, it's pretty fun and kind of maintains this like 
not exhaustingly high energy, but still high energy vibe. Mm-hmm. Very spring anticipating summer mood. Yeah. And I love it. Also, Vampire Weekend. They haven't. <laughs> okay. There's an album. I thought you were gonna say that they were like a feature on this album or something. No, no, we're we're zipping through. We're zipping through. I, I mean, we're actually still processing the Vampire Weekend one because it's real long and stuff, and you know how it be. Yeah. Is that it? No, because I have to. <laughs> I have to talk about this, these two dark horse singles. That were served up to me because Spotify fucked up. So I follow Sieb, the producer. Like the took a pill in a visa guy. Yeah. And I mean, that's not what I care about. I care about that one. I know, but like the world knows Sieb from (sighs) having taken said pill. Okay. Yes. In a visa. Yeah. It's a remix. So I follow that person on Spotify, (laughs) but then a new person who is also named Sieb. Um, just entered the game <laughs> and it was put into my Spotify release radar. And I was like, oh, damn, Steve's like releasing songs in Spanish now. <laughs> like, OK. <laughs> but then it was completely different. And I liked it because, you know, like sometimes when it's like those Dude, random people true. who get sorted in and it's Spotify just like what's does happening. Weird stuff on the opposite end of things. Spotify identified a Drake leak one time to me. <laughs> Literally a Drake leak. It was like pistols or something, like the one that's kind of like Urbano-ish. Yeah. And put that in my release radar. Obviously, I don't know the artist because it's like a fake account that's yeah. like a leak. Yeah. But like, it goes both ways. <laughs> like, this is like what Alice has been doing minus Alice. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's just Latin music. No, it's like, it reminds me of like some si tangana, but like without, but like oh. more like indie. Yeah. In terms of like the vocal production. Okay, fine, fine, fine. That's fair, that's fair. So like, yeah, literally this person has released two singles. Um, this one that I just played is called Solo Tu Io, and then that's literally, I know nothing about this person at all. That's really exciting for you. I know. You have a new friend. I know. And so I guess like out of the less than a thousand listeners or whatever. That's actually hilarious. Please, please go. What is different Sieve's Twitter handle? Like, I can don't we know. like forge a connection? I was trying to look at, look it up. <laughs> But it's funny because, like, I was looking at, like, oh, like, where people listen. And the top one seems to be, like, I don't know, like, Norway or something. But then I was, like, isn't... Because I think the other sieve is also is from Norway. Oh, so they're, like, it's just, like, Spotify having fucked up other people also. Yes. <laughs> wow. Other sieve. I'm yeah. a fan. Anyways. Backtrack time? Yeah. You want to go first? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's giving me anxiety. I love everybody because I love you. When you stood up, walked away. Oh, it's in 6 8. And the grass mm-hmm. where you lay left a bed in your shape. I looked over it. And Most I of you probably won't understand I know, this. I love everybody because I love you. I don't need the city and I don't need the I'm going to skip to like the end that has the hook. Your shape. I picture it soft and I Look at you, strawberry. Strawberry blood fields rolling on. I love it when you 
This is probably the most joyous Mitski song I've heard. I know. <laughs> okay, so that was Strawberry Blonde by Mitski. It is from her album, Retired from Sad New Career in Business. Wow. <laughs> it's the one that comes before Bury Me at Makeout Creek and uh, Puberty 2 and Be the Cowboy. So it's like her first album? Um, Lush, I think, is her first album, or is that an EP? I think it's an album. I don't know why you're asking me. You're the resident Mitski expert. Um, it's the, I think it's the second album. Correct me if I'm wrong. Whatever. Um, and it's honestly, I think, still my favorite uh, Mitski song. Like, nobody is, like, definitely up there, obviously, but, like... <sighs> This one just conveys a very specific emotion, and I couldn't really get to it because you can't really hear any of like the lyrics and the parts that I played. But it's basically about like having a crush on someone that you know that you can't be with. Um, Queer vibes. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but basically, it's so interesting lyrically because it's talking about how like uh, she's saying that. It, like she's very happy to be around this person and with this person and there's still that like rush but then you immediately like have that like snap of realization it's like oh but like that can never happen so it's just like you're just sitting there and being like yeah like I'm so happy for you and you are happy for them but then you're not happy for them because it's like not you and it's like <laughs> and like all of that is contained in the song which is less than two minutes which is a crime <laughs> i've like had this song on like repeat like one song loop i can't just listen to it one time i have to listen to it multiple times uh, it's so bad it's Anyways, so good though it's isn't it surprising that i've never had mitski as a backtrack it's surprising, but I think I know why. It's because you like talk at length about Mitski, and then by the time we get to the backtrack, you're She's like, well, you can't go doubling down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, over to you. <laughs> Because you can kind of hear that there's like a good amount of 
I don't know, effort behind the rapping. And if it were like the wrong kind of production, it would sound like super try hard and like super over the top kind of thing. Oh, yeah. But um, I think I turned it down a little early, but there's a couple of times when they use like um, like a doubling effect really cleverly and like put a, a few like filters on it, but it like makes it sound like more natural. And mm-hmm. with this kind of like old school production, I think it sounds a lot more at home. Because mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. kind of like quote quote conscious rap or like political hip hop, like kind of whatever you want to call it, um, the content fits with that level of effort mm-hmm, in the flow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fits with that production. Um, and yeah, wait, do you know what conscious like hip hop is or conscious political hip hop or whatever? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I think we talked about it a little bit with the like SOL Source of Light Soul Development album a couple weeks ago, maybe a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, basically I think this album came out in 2004, like I said earlier, but at that point it was kind of drawing from the contemporaries like Talib Kweli and Common, Mm. um, likely just saying from Talib Kweli and Common's releases at that time. Yeah. Um, but it's extra funny because, yeah, (laughs) truly before Smallfoot, there's only before Smallfoot and after Smallfoot. (laughs) Um, but the lyrics are like extra funny because it also talks about how like our president doesn't care about marginalized people and like la di da, but it's like George W. Bush and not, you know, mm-hmm. now. Um, but anywho, I picked this song, obviously, like I said, to showcase MC Geologic, but can I tell you a fun fact about DJ Subsy, like the other producer guy? I mean, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> I was reading this like NPR interview with them. And it was from 2011, and it was like, oh, you know, like, what other stuff are you guys, like, up to? And it was like, DJ Subsy will be working on his nascent headphone pop group, Maiden Heights. Oh. So, yeah, that happened. They're just the same person, which is wild and exciting. Yeah. And I want both of the groups that he has been a part of to come back and start making some more new music. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, but anyways, back to um, MC Geologic. I also wanted to, like, really quick say for the record that, like, I also picked a Filipino artist because I wanted to, like, throw some roses out to the Filipinx community because I feel like in this weird AAPI slash APA month, they, like, are often sort of, like, left out in Mm. this weird, 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 weird month. Um, Because it's usually dominated by this rhetoric of, like, East Asian people, but also hula. Because, you know, Pacific Islander. Yeah. I mean, honestly, in what I have encountered, it's, like, not even hula. I mean, they'll throw throw us a bone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just one. Um, But, and I'm not, like, against East Asian representation or anything. Like, obviously, I am, like, down for that. But I'm just saying that... Like a lot of people get left out of the conversation during Mm -hmm. this month. And I found out, yeah, literally just every other Pacific Islander that's not Hawaii because there are a lot of them, by the way. But, anyways, I'm rambling. If anyone has like fun artists that they feel like fall under this umbrella, tweet at us, let us know. (laughs) It's a weird month, it's going through some growing pains, but we're figuring it out. (laughs) And yeah. Anyway, um, with that long and sort of weird monologue, that is going to do it for us. Um, 
like I said, make sure to tweet at us. Follow us on Twitter. After tweet at us. <laughs> Get a Twitter account. You know. <laughs> Confirm it via your email. <laughs> uh, what else? Follow us on Spotify. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. All that fun stuff. Check out the playlist on the website. Uh, I don't even know how I got here. See you in two weeks. Bye.